0: Somebody ought to take your praise a little higher this morning. Come on, you ought to take that praise a little bit higher. Lift your voice a little higher. Get your hands in the air a little bit higher. Leap for joy just a little bit higher. Somebody ought to just let the devil know, I'm going higher this morning. Woo! Anybody excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. People people will roll stuff up and smoke it trying to get higher. They'll cook chemicals and put it in the needle to try to get higher. But if you really want to get high this morning, what you need is the Holy Ghost. I just need a witness in the building right now. There's no drug. Uh, there's no high. Uh, there's no relationship. Uh, there is nothing uh, that compares uh, with the power of the Holy Ghost in your life. Uh, turn around and tell somebody, we getting high on the most high. <laughs> Clap your hands one more time if you're excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. You can be seated for just a few moments. Let me take a brief opportunity this morning to say welcome to all of our guests that are in the house of the Lord with us this morning. Rock Church, would you help me put your hands together and make some noise one more time for all of our guests? Come on, I know we can do a little bit better than that. Help me make some noise this morning. We are so grateful to have all of our guests here in the house of the Lord today. Welcome to Friends and Family Day at the Rock Church. Amen. Normally on Sundays we have two services, but every time there is five Sundays in a month, we take that fifth Sunday and we have what we call Friends and Family Day. And on Friends and Family Day, we just have one service, that is our 11 a.m. service. And typically what we will do is, directly following the service, we will have tables set up and all sorts of uh, things set up outdoors, jump houses and stuff for the family and, and everybody to enjoy. And we take the afternoon to connect with one another and have a great time. However... In light of our schedule the past couple of weeks, how many of you were here last week and blessed by Impact International Youth Conference? What an amazing week we had. Uh, however, so much work and planning uh, and extra effort um, has gone in this month to that event that today we are not going to be setting anything up after the service. What we are encouraging everybody to do is just take the afternoon to relax and enjoy your family because this upcoming week, we're coming back and we're not coming to take sides. We're coming to take over. Amen, somebody. We do, however, have some food prepared that we want to give to everybody. We've got some some handmade meatball subs. All right. And those will be available immediately after the service. We're going to hand those out to everybody that's here. And you're welcome to hang out after the service and uh, just enjoy one another's company. It's going to be a great, great time. And uh, we're excited about what the Lord is doing. Amen? Amen. I want to just welcome a couple of special people this morning to the house of the Lord. As a matter of fact, I am just going to call this for the next few moments new member welcoming and I want to start this morning by welcoming little David Jose Barrera to the house of the Lord for the very first time he's here with mom and dad this morning and we're so excited he's in the house of the Lord he was born just a few weeks ago and uh, I haven't even had the well I did have an opportunity the other night to hold him and and uh, when I picked him up the first thing I told him was Hero O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. So make sure to stop by and you can see this little precious boy. And then the past couple of weeks have been such a busy blur that I did not have an opportunity from the pulpit to say this, but he is here somewhere this morning. I think Mama may have him out at the moment. But little Watson James Jones is in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. And he was born just a few weeks ago, and uh, the Lord blessed Brother Sister Jones with this precious little angel, and uh, his big brother Lex is doing a great job of taking care of him, Uh, but we're we're thanking God for these two precious uh, children that the Lord has blessed this house with. Amen? Amen. And uh, then I do want to say... Uh, a great big welcome this morning to Brother Carlos Salazar, who's a uh, wave your hand, Brother Carlos, who's right over here. Brother Carlos is no stranger. He's, he's visited us on several occasions over the past uh, few years. I think it has been. Uh, but as of this morning, uh, Brother Carlos is a brand new member of the Rock Church of Fort Myers. Can we give him a great big welcome this morning? Amen. 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 And, and then so good to see Sister Jackie here this morning in the house of the Lord. So good to have you here again. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. We are, we are just full of excitement and anticipation this morning of everything that the Lord is going to do. And then I have one more special announcement about another new member that is on the way. Um, brother and Sister Antello are excited to let you know that they are having a brand new little baby boy. It's a boy. Amen. So we're excited for them. We don't know if it's going to be a little Moses running around or what they're going to name him, but we're excited for them this morning. Amen. How many of you came hungry for the word of the Lord today and hung ready for God to do something great in your life? As we stand all across this house in preparation for the word of the Lord, I do want to ask you to remember one more prayer request. Um, Brother and Sister Stuart are in uh, Louisiana this weekend. They left last week, and uh, Brother Stuart's father has been battling cancer. And uh, the doctors just this this past week took him off of all of his treatments, and uh, he is in hospice care. And unless the Lord decides to do something different, uh, they do not know how much time that he has left. And so we want to remember to pray for the Stewart family this morning, that God would be with them as they spend as much time as possible uh, with his Father. Amen, somebody. Amen. And let's remember to pray for all of those who are out not feeling well this morning. We're going to take up the slack this morning. Amen. We got the devil under our feet. By his stripes, we are healed. Come on, how many understand the power of the blood of Jesus in this house? Before I bring our, our preacher to the desk this morning, I looked out, and I, we got going for meet and greet, and I walked over, and lo and behold, there is Brother Udovic back in the house of the Lord, Would you help me give a great big, I don't don't even want to call it a welcome. He's just home this morning. Would you help me welcome him home this morning? Amen. We love this man and his family, and he looks so good standing there. And then I turned around, and there is brother and sister Mallow and their precious family. Come on, help me make some noise this morning. We love the Mallow family. And uh, they just, they look amazing sitting here in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. We love you all very, very, very much. And uh, we're thankful you're here today. And uh, what a privilege it is to have back with us all the way from around the world through Dallas, Texas, one of our very favorites in Fort Myers. Would you put your hands together and welcome Evangelist Franco Platania this morning. So much has transpired since the last time that he was here. God has established a powerful apostolic church in Rome, Italy. And uh, amen. How many of you thank God for worldwide revival? I'm supposed to be going over there sometime soon. And uh, we got to make that happen. And uh, Brother Platania, you know, he's getting old. He's getting old. (laughs) <laughs> and, and so in his old, decrepit state, sometimes he struggles a little bit. And so we're thankful he brought his young, strapping, handsome young son, Andrew, with him this morning as a backup to make sure his daddy does all right this morning. Would you help me welcome Brother Andrew this morning? Yeah. Yeah. Brother Andrew, just in case the ladies were wondering, are you ready to get married yet? He's not ready yet, y'all. He's, he said he ain't ready yet. So y'all, no, no, no phone numbers. No, just He ain't ready yet, but we're glad he's here. Wish the whole family could have been here. But uh, Brother Platania, we love you. This church loves you. We believe in every way that God is using you to change our world. We're so excited you're here for Friends and Family Day we're ready to follow whatever God has for us this morning would you put your hands together one more time and give God a great big praise as he comes to deliver the word of the Lord to us this morning
1: oh let's give it to the Lord would you do that with me oh God you're such a great God you're such a great God I have fought many battles but never without you God I crossed many rivers Without you, God, hallelujah, hallelujah Glory to God, glory to God You may be seated for just one moment And I, along with Pastor, I want to welcome all our friends Thank you for coming I never met you, but I appreciate you taking the time this morning to join this wonderful church I'm telling you, if I were to move to Fort Myers, I wouldn't be looking for nothing but this place you know, I tell you what I like about this church, in case you don't know. They are not into the maintenance business. They're not here to maintain you or, you know, join your pity party. They are here to inspire you, to become better. Be better. I was watching some of these young people that were rocking the house here on this platform just an earlier. I turned to my little man and I said, man, if I were to move like some of these kids, I would need a chiropractor after work. I mean, it was like, whatever. And then I watched somebody who I remember was quite timid, reserved, kind of backward man. And they were launching out, expressing themselves, loving God. You know what that means? It means when you live for God, you become what God wants you to be. A worshiper, a worshiper, a worshiper. That's what we were wired for, to be a worshiper, a worshiper. What a joy, what a joy to be here with Fort Myers, all of you, and of course my friend and brother and sister Williams, whom I love very much. You know, now there's, there are people that say I love you, uh, but it's, it's just a cliche. I love it. It takes a lot of work to love somebody. And, you know, they tell me, I love you, Frank. Okay. I appreciate that. That's cute. But loving somebody from the depth of your heart, it's a different story. And I'm going to tell you, I do love these two and their family deeply. And um, I may not show it in many ways, but I assure you, you know, this is the thing about Italians. Either they love you or they hate you. There's nothing between. And uh, and I love them very, very much. In fact, you don't want to mess with them because I'm um, I'm armed and loaded. And uh, not that I need to. He can handle all this
0: all by himself.
1: But I love these people very much. The great work they have done and they're doing here. It's mind-boggling and i mean every word of it love them very 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 much always have and uh, and they love you i don't even know what they love you but they love you they love you they brag about you (laughs) They they do they love you they love you and it's good to be here with all our friends i know some of you and um And uh, the Sloss family always loved these people, great people. And even Trevor, you got to love Trevor, you know. Now, it's a good thing that he's married. Yeah, you needed some help. So, thank God. Thank God. Praise God. What a joy to be here. I want to welcome you uh, with pastor to this great church. I won't be long this morning, but I have come burdened. To share something with you, I know you had impact. I, I, I wasn't here, I wasn't here, but I, I'm telling you, I could just, just read or see or know how beautiful them, this great conference was. I'm sure there was a lot of encouragement, uplifting, teaching, preaching, and uh, man, it's, it's awesome, 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 awesome. And um, but I want to bring a word this morning. It's a little different, and. Um, I didn't know this was Friends Day, but I, as an evangelist, I'm, I do what I do best is uh, trying to let God use me to reach the lost, and uh, and this is for everybody, and if you don't need this message today, it's going to last 15 minutes, so I'm going to reassure you, ain't going to be long, but I, um, if you're not going to need it today, I promise you're going to need it one of these days, so get the tape. Put it somewhere, because at one point you might need to get it out and um, and uh, go over it. I have learned living for God now all these years, many, many years, more than I, I can count. Um, I think I'm going 35, 37, I don't even know. But I know this, that there are going to be times of challenges, times of... Um, when we're going to have to face something that we thought we were prepared to face only to discover later that we were caught by surprise and we did not make it or we were not ready for it. And so I want to to talk to you this morning briefly and, uh, and I pray that God will fill this altar to help us really get closer to God. It was a moonless night. It was the year 1912. Wrapped in a cold thickness of the dark, the Titanic, as we all know, was on a maiden voyage across the North Atlantic from England to New York. On board, there are 2,200 Women, children, men on board divided by floors and stairs. There are rich people, poor people, educated people, and uneducated people from all walk of life and from all parts of the world. And even though they are all different in culture, status, and class, they all shared one common thing. They were on the same vessel, on the same journey, and going to the same destination. Some were dreaming of reaching a new land in search of fortune. Others searching for a new beginning. And others just trying to escape their own past. Standing on the deck... The captain could hear the echoing of joyous chatter, laughter and music played by the band, all filling at least for an instant the surrounding emptiness of the silent sea. All is well," he must have said to himself. but a few hours later, on April 15th nineteen twelve, suddenly and Unexpectedly, tragedy struck. The vessel struck an iceberg, and soon the captain realized that the mighty vessel, who somebody had nicknamed unsinkable, is now doubtlessly and slowly going down to its final resting place. What appeared to have been till that moment a joyous, peaceful evening of pleasure, good food, fun, and chatting turn into a crescendo of chaos. Once people on board realize that what they thought was unsinkable is now slowing, slowly facing its final hour, they begin to frantically seek for a way to save themselves. What they thought could save them from peril shelter them from a storm, guard them from sudden waves and protect them from danger lurking in the dark has now clearly failed to do so and the Titanic is slowly abandoning them to their own fate, unable to even save itself. Known to many, there were only 16 lifeboats on the Titanic enough to accommodate only 1,178 people out of 2,200 people who were on, on board and even then with all the chaos and the fear that many people could try to get on the lifeboat all at one time many lifeboats left the Titanic scene merely only half full. Nobody would have never known or thought that 1,400 people would have never seen the other side of what they called the promised land. It is reported that in the last hour of the Titanic life, as it, as it battled to stay afloat, screams, prayers, sounds of all kinds were heard on board. Confusion erupted, chaos ruled. People crying, children screaming, trying to reach a part of the boat not yet submerged by the merciless icy water. Children, women, and men alike could not find a safe harbor in order to escape their fate. But the sound of that seemingly seems to have been heard and overshadowed all sounds on that fatal night was the sound of a band playing. The band that so carefully and delightfully had entertained its guests a few hours later is still playing on. But this time, they chose something that maybe they thought could help these people who are just gripped in fear and doomed to their destiny to face their next journey, but their final journey. The music that we just heard, and the violins that we just heard is exactly the piece that they were playing as the Titanic was going down. Nearer, my God, to thee. That's the title of that song. And that's the title of this sermon today. Nearer, my God, to thee. Was surely the right song for the moment. A soothing and touching melody to calm and reassure your soul that all is well. But it's not. And it's now too late. Nearer my God to thee should have been played before this tragedy hit to bring a message of hope to all that that were seeking a safe place from the storm. Nearer my God to thee should have been played sometimes during their lifetime to again stir the souls of those who have sought safety and comfort in things that at the end abandoned them and have no power now to save them from this imminent catastrophe. Nearer my God to thee should have been played at one point in their lives to remind all those who confide in their own strength, wealth, and power that when calamity strikes, we're all powerless to overcome it. And just like the mighty Titanic, we're destined to succumb to the power of merciless circumstances. So today, here's my appeal to you. You who have journeyed in the sea that we call life, who perhaps have trusted in the mighty of your security or in the strength of your power or maybe in the safety of your knowledge that when calamity strikes, and believe in me, it will strike, just like it did to the Titanic. All our strength, power, and knowledge will not be enough to sustain the blow. We will sink and drown. So today, not tomorrow, today, while my soul is well, I'm going to sing and hear the sound of this beautiful song, nearer my God I must be to thee. I want to be nearer to my God today. Today. I need to be nearer to my God today. Because when life suddenly strikes and hits you with a blow and it hits your family, you wish you were nearer to God than you are now. When the icebergs of life hit your marriage and slowly begin to sink, then you wish you were nearer to God than you are now. When the icebergs of life hit you with your marriage and slowly, slowly devours it, you wish you were nearer to God than you are now. If, when sickness comes suddenly out of the cold night, and hits you. You wish, you wish you would be nearer to God than you are now. When your friends abandon you while you are emerged in the cold water, and I believe me, you will get to a place of that kind, and you are emerged in the cold water of your own affairs, and you wish they would send a lifeboat, but none is to be seen, then you wish you would be nearer to God than you are now. Oh, yes, you wish. When you realize that in the midst of your tragedy, there are no lifeboats to help you escape your fate, then you wish you would be nearer to God now. When you realize that help will come too late to rescue what you're about to lose, then you wish you would be nearer to God than you are now. Don't let this song be played too late are you nearer to God today than you were yesterday are you nearer to God today to assure yourself that if an iceberg the icebergs of life will hit me I know I'm not going down and I will not drown are you nearer to God today than you were yesterday to make sure that when calamities tragedies Unexpected circumstances hit you with a blow. You can be saved. Are you nearer to God today than you were yesterday? Is your prayer life Heisberg proof? Is your walk with God strong enough to sustain the blow? Is your communion with God strong enough to give you strength to last while You go through divorce, sickness, challenges, and hurt. I want to remind you that it was not the power or the might of the iceberg impact that lacerated the Titanic on the side. Let me remind you it was rather the weakness of the vessel that could not withstand the blow. It's never the tragedy that is stronger than us it's just us being weaker than the tragedy and that's why i gotta be nearer to god i gotta be closer to god i cannot wait the last minute when my shipwreck is disastrous i cannot wait until i'm weak i cannot wait until i get hit i gotta be closer to god today before anything happens to me and I will stand and I will withstand the tragedy. Can we endure, emerge in the cold water on a moonless night, the tragedy of our shipwreck. I'm talking to people in this house. Maybe you don't know the Lord. Maybe you haven't lived for God yet. Maybe you're just holding back. And you tell yourself, one of these days I'm going to get closer to God. Oh, 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 don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. Maybe one of these days I'm going to live for God. Maybe one of these days I'm going to get nearer to God. But right now I'm just delightfully enjoying the sound of pleasure and Just like the people on board of this massive vessel that made them feel so secure and so powerful, so confident, failed them to protect them. So will be life. Life is not going to be there to protect you all the time and your knowledge will never be enough to protect you from the blows and your money. Will never be enough to protect you from a sickness. You may die with COVID. You may die with something else. And all the money in this world will never be enough to bring you closer to God. I need to be nearer to God now. Because when life will blow against me. When life will strike me like the iceberg did on that mighty vessel... I need to withstand and I need to stand strong and never fail. I want you to know that although we might feel safe and secure, there is always danger lurking in the dark. We didn't know COVID was coming. We didn't know our husbands were going to die. We didn't know our wives were going to die. We didn't know our kids were going to flip. We didn't know these things would have happened. And then it's too late to hear a soothing melody of a song that can help us maybe get through it. It's too late to say, God, I need to get nearer to you. It It is tragic to think that in the moment, the last moments of this, this tragedy that took place hundreds of years ago. It's, it's just so tragic to think that while people were screaming and people were seeking help and in a way to escape their destiny, the very music that I wish they would have listened before was the last one they ever able to listen to. It was sweet, it was soothing, but too late because when you're struck. A tragedy, when you go through divorces, when you go through heartaches, when you go through tragedies of all kinds, when you're sick, that music is too late to be played. Are you closer to God today than you were yesterday? Are you closer to God today than you were yesterday? Are you nearer to him? I love everything about living for God. Everything. Everything. But there is something that I love the most. And it's when I'm closer to him than I was before. There's nothing like being with him, close to him. The Bible says there was a feast, there was a time of rejoicing, there was a time of excitement. And Jesus was in all of that. And then the crowd left after those good moments. But only a few went after him. And asked God and asked Jesus, could you stay with us just a little longer? And Those two days that Jesus did, nothing is said about it. They wanted to be closer to him. They wanted to be closer to him. I love to jump, I love to shout, I love to run, I love to get excited. But there is nothing like getting closer to God. Nothing like it. I don't know who you are today. I came with a burden. I didn't know this was a special day. But I know this, God spoke to me to just share this with you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what is about to hit you. I don't know what kind of tragedy or challenge you're about to face. I don't know what kind of boat you're on right now. But I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter how good and safe you feel about it. Before you know it, a danger in the dark, an iceberg coming your way will cut you apart. And if you're not closer to God, you're not going to make it. You are not going to make it. If you're not closer to God you're not going to withstand a divorce. If you're not closer to God you're not going to withstand the loss of a dear one. If you're not closer to God, you're not going to withstand the challenge of life that comes against you. You're not going to make it. I don't care how much you run, how much you jump. If you're not close to Him, if you don't know His heartbeat, if you haven't laid your head on His shoulder, if you haven't talked to Him for a little while, it doesn't matter how strong you feel, you will not survive the blows of life. And I'm here to tell you, i got to be nearer to God now.
0: Now.
1: Now. I can't wait until tragedies hit me. I cannot wait until I get sick. I can't wait until my life is a shipwreck. I can't wait until I get hit. i got to get close to God now. Ooh, glory to God. Stand with me. I've come to talk to all of us. Uh, Is our prayer life iceberg proof? Can we withstand the challenges? Can we withstand the tragedy? Can we withstand the the struggle? I'm telling you, it was not the impact of the iceberg that caused the damage. And if you know the story, it was the weakness of the vessel. They could have made it if the vessel had not been built weak. It was a fault in the, in the metal that they built the boat with. I'm telling you, you never know how much you need God until an iceberg hits you. Until life hits you head on. You don't even know how much you're going to need God until you see your dear ones dying on a hospital bed. You won't know how much God you need when your wife tells you goodbye, this marriage is over. You don't know how much you need God until you get broken down to pieces. Until life steals away from you everything you worked for, he will take it away in a heartbeat. You don't know how much you're gonna need God. Can I just go a little deeper? Your friends won't be there to help you. Pastor Williams, your friends will not be there to help you. There will be no lifeboat coming your way because everybody's gonna seek a way to escape the same thing that you are just now facing they got no time for you. They don't want to be involved in your messes. They're going to say goodbye. It was a good journey together. But now you're going down and I'm going to get out of here. That's the way the world thinks. Oh, but if you're nearer to God. If you're nearer to God. If you're closer to God. That's your lifeboat. That's the Zion ship and vessel. They're going to take you on the other side. If you are closer to God, you won't worry about being alone in your fight. If you're closer to God, you won't have to worry about the icy water surrounding you. Oh, because you know God is on my side. God is with me. I'm close to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want everybody on this plane, in this house today, whether you're young, old, uneducated, can I just tell you one thing? We're all on this vessel. You may be educated, you might be smart, you might have a lot of money in the bank, but I'm telling you, we're on the same boat. We're going to the same journey, to the same destination. This journey we call life, it'll hit anybody. Anybody just called a friend of mine a few days ago. Well, I talked to his wife. I said, hey, can I talk to Jack? I said, Franco, you don't know? You don't know what? He's gone. What do you mean he's gone? I spoke to him a few days ago. He's gone. COVID took him. Oh. And I told him many times, get close to God. I witnessed him so many times. Good friend, good old man. Get go- I will. I will in due time. You got no time. Got no time. Do you know? A few hours after they left the port, the harbor. A few hours, the Titanic went down. Not a few years. Not a few days. A few. It was just fresh out of the sh- shipyard. It's just. Oh, so it ain't gonna happen to me. I'm. I'm no. You. You gotta be nearer to God. Gonna be closer to God. I was reading not long ago, it's just a brief summary, a brief, it's a no, not even a, it's a booklet. The most famous words ever uttered in in a deathbed. People that have said things at the end of their days, the last minute, none being prepared. Words spoken by president, words spoken by great men words spoken by famous people they all desire the same thing I wish, I wish most of them I will be nearer to God because I'm about to get into another journey and I'm not ready for it none of them were those 1,500 people that died with their nice clothes on and, and on all the things that they hoped they would take with them forever they never they were never ready to be closer to God. It doesn't matter how many times that orchestras begin to play. No no matter how many times those words were, were spoken and sung, it was too late. Sometimes it don't matter how many times you go to church, it doesn't matter how many times you hear good songs singing, you gotta get ready. You gotta get closer to God. You repent of your sins. That's what you do. You make a confession, God, I am who I am. And you know you can take me the way you are, the way I am, and you can cleanse me. That's what you do. You confess your sin and you make it right with God. Don't do this at the last minute on your on your shipwreck. Don't, 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 don't try to make it all right a minute or two before you die. It's too late. Make it right with God and then get baptized in Jesus' name and then be filled with the Holy Ghost. Get closer to God. Get closer to God. I'm telling you, we're living in crazy times. Nobody can save you. Listen, I'm going to be very hard on you. Your vaccine better have it, but it ain't going to save you. If it's your iceberg day, it's gonna hit you and you're done. I don't care. You better wear your mask. You better get your vaccine. Whatever you wanna do, but I'm telling you, it ain't gonna save you from disaster. It ain't gonna save you from a divorce. It ain't gonna save you from economical downturn. It ain't gonna save you from a car wreck. It ain't gonna save you from a calamity. It ain't gonna save you from life. You cannot. Save yourself from life. It'll come to you. But I want to be closer to God. I want to be closer to God. I want to be. So many stories are told. You're in this. I I, I read a lot about it because I love the story. There's so much we could. And if you're never ready, you need. And there's some stories told of people who never left the cabin. Usually they were older people. And they decided that if they were going to die, they were going to die closer. So they stayed in their cabins, dozens of them, older people mostly. And they hugged themselves to each other and just waited for their final moment. Yeah, I'm going to die, but I want to die close to you. I want to live. And I want to live closer to God. this is what I think we should all do today. I know you got your issues. I know you got your affairs. I know you got your tragedies. Don't look at me like you're not going through anything. You're going through some things. Believe me, I'm going through some things. You don't want to know my shipwrecks. This is what I'm doing. God, I'm going to get closer to you before I shipwreck the whole thing. Because when I'm going to hit that iceberg, I know I'm closer to you. This is what I think we should do, whether you are new and visitors, nobody here is to embarrass you. Think you need to stand and come to this altar and say, you know, God, I don't know. It's been a long time. I don't even know how to do this, but I need to get closer to you. I need to get closer to you. God, I'm losing my mind. I feel like I'm in this dangerous waters and I feel like it's something is about to hit me and it's going to cut me, it's going to hurt me. Oh, but if I can get closer to you, God. I think it's going to be all right. Come
0: on, come
1: on, friends, whoever you are, come on. God loves you and you know you need him. You don't have to hide it to me, I need him. I live for God all my life just about, but I still need him. I can't handle this on my own. I can navigate. I can navigate the waters of this world. I can't do this. I can't do this on my own. I'm telling you. And you can't help me. You, I know you love me. You can't help me. You can't. I'll be there all by myself. But God, if I can be nearer to God. Come on, why don't you lift up your voices unto the Lord. Just pray the way you know how to pray. Just say, oh, God, I love you. I need to be closer to you, God. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost. Oh, oh, oh. oh God, God, you know every one of us in this house. God, you know our hurts. God, you know our moments. You know our tragedies. tragedies. God, you know our past. Oh, oh, oh. I've been nearer, I need to be nearer, nearer, nearer to you. I need to be closer to you. I need to be nearer to you. Come on. Come on, my friend, whoever you are. Come on, my brother, my sister. This is good for us. It's right. I've gotta get closer to God. I gotta get closer to
0: God.
1: Come on, it's been too long been too long since I've been praying. It's been too long since I've been close to God. It's been too long since I've been consecrated. It's been too long since I had communion. It's been too long. Oh, nearer, nearer to God. Oh, nearer. Nearer, my God, to thee. Nearer, my God, to thee. Bring me back to you. all I want. Oh, Jesus, come on.
0: You're
1: all i Come on, come on, Jesus loves. Jesus loves. Come on, my friend, whoever you are, get closer to God. Get closer The spirits in this house God can forgive you God can prepare you God is your refuge God is your refuge
0: God is your
1: refuge, is your refuge for despair i you on you this morning